Hello and welcome everyone to Knowledge is Power. Magandang umaga to all of our viewers who have joined us on Facebook as well as on Kumu. My name is Yona Lucicasino and I am the founder of EVS, Empowered Virtual Services Philippines and Kaya Services Australia. Here in Knowledge is Power, our goal is to shed light on the learnings and experiences of inspirational personalities so that more people can learn and be empowered. Having the access to various information, facts, and skills acquired through experience or education is, an, is the knowledge that we can all share to the world. And using our knowledge to make this world a better place is the power that can drive empowerment and life-changing experiences to people through our own unique ways. Now, just like the lamp lit in darkness, our knowledge is supposed to shine and light the way for those who are needing it. And that's why here on our show, we want to be a platform where people can share their knowledge, their wisdom and experiences. So people can take away learnings and incorporate them into their personal and professional lives. Now, our guest for this segment is an entrepreneur, a programs and events specialist, consultant, and a lifelong learner. He's a certified positive discipline educator whose ultimate mission is to engage and empower families and educational communities. He is also a certified sacred space holder who is actively seeking to transform the mindsets of people and organizational cultures through a whole being approach. He is the founding president of CREO, um, early learning partners, an accredited continuing professional development provider that gives progressive training programs for teachers, early childhood educators, families, and childcare workers. I am so honored that he said yes to be on our show today and to share his story and, shout, and share how he has wonderfully demonstrated through his distinguished career that knowledge is powerful and can absolutely change lives in an amazing way. Now, to get to know him more and how his life has changed through um, his passion for educating people and transform, transforming mindsets and organizational cultures, I'd like to give you a warm welcome to our guest, Mikey Dostos. Hi, Mikey. Hello, hello. Hey, Yona. How are you today? It's so wonderful to be here. Yay. I, I, I'm doing well, and I'm still amazed that um, you want to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, Mikey. You know, there are so many things that you've done and you continue to do that really demonstrates um, empowerment. And that's the reason why I love to talk to you. And that's the reason why people are drawn to you because of your, you know, personality as well as your advocacy. So don't be surprised there, you. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. That, that, that really warms my heart. That gave such a beautiful start to my day. Oh, thank you. Well, you know, here at our EVS shows, we always, um, you know, like to start it with a fun game. So I have Ooh. a few questions up my sleeve. My shots are ready. I have a tequila on the side. <laughs> well, it's, it's a drinking game, right? <laughs> no? Yes. Oh, okay. 100% All right. Game. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, you know, before we get started, we will play a quick game. And today is mm -hmm. Guess This Filipino Hero. All right. So the, oh, instruction, wow. the instructions are, awesome. I will, 
I will name a few attributes of this Filipino hero, and you'll have to guess mm -hmm. who's Filip who it is um, that I'm describing. Are you game? You're describing, you're going to be describing me, right? Um, <laughs> you know, so the answer is Mikey Dosdor. <laughs> <laughs> At least I think I'm a hero, but. Um... <laughs> oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Um, but yes, um, okay, all right, let's get started. So. Oh boy. Okay, she is a Filipina revolutionary known as the Grand Woman of the Revolution. She tended to and counsel sick and injured revolutionaries, as well as holding meetings of the Catupineros in her house. Can you guess? This Filipino hero that I am talking about, Mikey. Oh boy. So now you've really put me on this spot. They're gonna find out that I did not have high marks in history. And <laughs> people are gonna lose all respect for me at this point. Um, so goodbye, signing off now. <laughs> no, so I I can think of I can think of a few. Uh, honestly, okay. there are two that come to mind, but I'm gonna okay. take a guess at is it Melchora? Yes, it is. It's Melchora Aquino. Correct. <laughs> well done. See, there you go. All Thank right, you. What do I win on the show? Um, <laughs> and is it in Australian dollars? Yes, uh, <laughs> yes it, is, it is called um, a really big hug from me when we see each other. <laughs> that's, that's what you're all winning. All right. Well, just a fun fact for everybody. Melchora Aquino uh, was a Filipino, Filipino revolutionary who became known as Tangdang Sora, Elder Sora, because of her age during the Philippine Revolution. In her native town, Tangdang Sora operated a store which became a refuge for, for the sick and wounded revolutionaries. She fed, gave medical attention to, and encouraged the revolutionaries with motherly advice and prayers. She also allowed the secret meetings of Cataboneros in her house, and so she earned her name and was known as the woman of revolution and the mother of Balintawak for her contributions. So thank you so much, Mikey, for playing. I was actually like, uh, you know, just secretly just sweating a little bit as well, going, is he going to be able to guess this? <laughs> I was nervous too. You're the only one, let me tell you. But okay. um, I, I, I really enjoyed that. And that's so apt that you decided to highlight heroes because yes. obviously today is the Correct. day of valor, Araw ng Kagitingan in the Philippines. Yes. So yes, good on you. you. Thank you, Yona. <laughs> Don't worry. So for people, um, you know, who are watching and may not be, um, you know, familiar, but, you know, this game, it goes to show that not all heroes wear capes necessarily, and they may not hold swords or guns or anything like that. But some and many show integrity, empathy, and love of country and love for people. And like what Mikey said, today is the Day of Valor, which commemorates the fall of Bataan Peninsula during the Second World War. Um, this holiday marks the heroic defense of Bataan soldiers that allowed their allies the time to prepare for later battles, which halted the Japanese progress in the Pacific and eventually led to a turn in the fortunes and allied victory. So, Today is really an amazing day. And with us is, you know, with the act of valor and you here on our show, I'm so happy because you are an amazing person whose heart is big and engaging and empowering educators, families and educational communities 
continuously seeking to transform the mindset and organizational cultures. And you know, we've had a couple of um, conversations about this, that this is something that is close to my heart as well. So I'm super, super excited that you are with me today. So, all right, here are my questions now. This is the hard part now, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> I have right. my lifeline ready. Um, yes. I'm ready to call my friends if I can't answer any of your questions. Um. <laughs> They're on speed dial. Okay. Well, no, no, don't worry. I, 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 of course, I'm going to be kind. But what made you decide to pursue your, um, you know, career in, you know, positive discipline education? Do you know, the thing is, I never really imagined um that I would be doing this, that I would be in the field of education, um, let alone positive discipline. Yeah. You know, I grew up, um, I think, with um, a very different view of family life. And I had a lot of issues to work through. And I was just so happy. I was so blessed that I was led to the right people. And they helped change my perspective. They helped energize me they helped um heal me in a way and so i just wanted to give that to people what i received from other people i just felt like you know i, I wanted to give the same thing to others to inspire them to to present a different way of communicating and connecting with their children with mm. each other and just to create these safe spaces where everyone can be whoever they want to be, they can celebrate themselves, and they can really achieve their true purpose and potential. Wow, that's amazing. Um, you know, that is courageous uh, to, to be able to recognize that you needed help. And from there, to courageously then give that back to others who are experiencing the same thing. And, you know, I think it's one of those things where, you know, everybody has their own family nuances. We all know that. Mm -hmm. uh, but I suppose, mm -hmm. you know, was there, a, like, was it, you know, in your 20s or was it in your teens? Like, did you, was there a point in time where you realised that, okay, I, I want to seek help? And I suppose the reason why I'm asking this is because, there might be others who who are experiencing the same thing, and you know I want to give them that that hope and that courage um, based on the experience that you've had. You know, uh, thank you so much for that question, and um, I'm gonna become vulnerable here uh, to you and all of those who are watching. Um, I, you know, grew up um, raised for the most part by a single mom, and you know she is just the strongest, most passionate woman that I know. Um, she survived raising four headstrong kids and managing almost a hundred people across the Visayas and Mindanao. She was running this wow. business all on her own. So wow. she really is an inspirational woman. But can I tell you something? Can I be really honest here? Um, we didn't really have a smooth um, and positive relationship growing up. I think it was because um, of the way she was raised, you know, she was raised uh, in a conservative way, and I guess um, her her perspective was that you know um, her children needed to be who she wanted uh, them mm. to be, and I guess you know I 
didn't really respond well to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of sought other things, you know, mm-hmm. and um, I really lived my life. Um, I think there was a year or two where I was away from my family. Um, oh. I worked in a d- different part of the country. Um, that's when I actually got started in education. But it was um, in 2015 when I found out that my mother um, was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And that was a very um, difficult time. And, you know, I spent that time, well, trying to make up for all the times Mm. that I felt I wasn't really, you know, a good son. And, I, I just thought to myself, you know, what a waste, what a waste of those years, you know, mm-hmm. that I wasn't able to spend time with her and just to bond with her and to ask her questions and to, and to answer hers, you know, and I, I just, um, when that, when I saw that in my life, I said, well, maybe there's a way I can help families, you know, and they don't have to reach that point in their relationship, wow. you know, um, it, it doesn't have to be too late for them. You know, mm-hmm. so um, there might be people going through the same thing. Um, they can't uh, really connect on a deep level with their siblings or with their mm-hmm. parents or with their spouse. Um, there's tension in the relationship. And I want to tell you something. There is hope, you know, as long as you wake up, as long as there is a brand new day, there really is hope for you. And there's so many things that we can do, small steps that we can try and rebuild um, and repair that relationship. Oh, wow. That's, uh, firstly, Mikey, thank you so much. Um, you know, I know that um, it's quite a personal story, but thank you so much for sharing that with myself as well as our viewers. Um, I think it's important to, uh, you and I both know that it's important to have these vulnerable and honest and open conversations because, Absolutely. you know, it, it, it is true, right, when they say that, in helping ourselves we do that really in helping others and in order for us to continue to help others we also have to start within ourselves and so i i just love that you've shared that with us and it really does um you know give people the hope um that when we choose the path we want to take um then it can take us to a different direction right I know. And can I just say, can I just um, greet uh, one of the women who created such a huge impact on my life, who, yes, who um, gave such a very, gave herself, you know, and continues to give herself. Kimmy is uh, watching, I think, Kimmy Lu, um, yes. who is a pioneer life coach in the country. See, she's here joining us. Exactly. And Actually, hi, we, have, we, do have, <laughs> we do have Kimmy joining us. And we've obviously, um, you know, got my family, um, your Tita Yoli. Um, and yes, also- Tita Yoli, my, my only fam. <laughs> <laughs> and, she makes um, me feel like BTS. You know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the sweetest. And we've obviously got our team um, watching as well. Hello, everybody. Yes, Kimmy says she's here. She's Hello here. to the Belascos, the amazing team. Yes, I know exactly. And we've got Team Kaya and Team EBS watching too. So, yes, everybody. Oh, wow. You know, it's a great, uh, it's a great opportunity to learn. And I think it's one of those things that you know we open ourselves up to learning, and. Um, it's it's always good to uh, you know be, I suppose, um, 
you know, have that mind of continuous learning. And I know that's one of the things that yeah. you love to do. You are a lifelong learner. And, mm. and I know that's how you describe yep. yourself many times, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, like, you know, I so uh, learning really comes in different forms, Yona. And yeah. you, uh, I think one of the things that really helped me out was learning about myself. That was mm. something that was very important to me. You know, the self-knowledge, the self-awareness, creating this self-concept. Um, and um, I think if you start doing that, then you are opening yourself up to so many different opportunities and possibilities. You know, yes. that's going to spark you know, the desire to learn in all of us. So I would suggest starting with, you know, being mindful of, of who you are, what your interests are and how you feel about things, you know, um, mm. and you never know where that will take you. Oh, wow. Like, that's, that's so true. And, you know, I had all of these questions in mind, but I honestly, you are answering all of them in like one and two questions. Oh my gosh. I'm All right. Like, but it, no, but it's so true. And you know, you are you speak really well, Mikey, and it really shows the heart that you have through your advocacy and through your work as well. And you know, for you, and given the fact that um, you know things are constantly changing, you know, whether it's you know you know new discoveries of theories or whatever it may be, technology as an example is something that is so fast paced. How do you keep yourself up to date, like with the latest information in your field of expertise? You know, the thing is, again, I talked about people who um, kind of were brought to me by fate, by God, uh, by the universe, whatever your belief system is. I think that I was really led to these places and spaces and uh, forums, you know, where I just met people who nurtured me, who mm. willingly gave themselves and their knowledge to me. So I would definitely suggest, um, you know, growing your network and um, joining as many activities and groups as your time can allow and meet as many people. You never know what gems you'll find, you know, in their experience, in their stories. And, you know, I, I um, attend conferences, I attend um, workshops, whether they're paid or they're free. And it's just, even if it's a topic that isn't quite interesting to you, even if it's one that you're totally scared of, um, yeah. I think you should do it. I think you should just jump right into it. And, you know, you will never know what's out there until you get out there, until you go out the, the, the door. So I think what you do is find that strength, that courage, that motivation to go out and meet people. Oh, I love that. I mean, you know, at, at this point in time as well, like we have that opportunity to be able to do that from the comforts of our home right now. You know, there are so many, um, you know, conferences and events that are online. And so really it's just a matter of us, you know, choosing what we want to, I suppose, spend our um, time on, um, choosing what we want to learn, and I guess choosing right. within ourselves what it is that what we want to keep extending. What do we we What do we want to keep challenging for ourselves? Right. Right, and you know the key to that, I think, Yona, is asking yourselves um, uh, reflective questions. I think um, you need to start by having this inner dialogue. 
you know, um, what are you curious about? You know, what are the problems and issues that you're interested in working on? You know, um, what do you enjoy doing? What is it um, that's important to you? Um, uh, what um, is a part of your value system? You know, the the, the common mistake, and a, lo a lot of people will find this controversial. So I, I, I'm hoping that everyone here listening will hear me out first. The common, uh, I think, misconception is you base whatever you want to do on your resume, on your CV, on your bio data. And mm -hmm. in my experience, and uh, with a lot of the people that I met, that's not necessarily the best gauge of what you should be doing um, uh, in the future or moving forward. So I'd like to suggest, you know, you thinking about what energizes you. You know, mm -hmm. I, I, I like um, to think about, you know, what skills do I enjoy using the most? So just because mm -hmm. I held jobs um, or certain positions in the past doesn't necessarily yeah. mean that that's what I you know need to be doing. You never know, right? So start by asking these questions, and again, um, become part of these activities, these workshops, whatever you can get yourself into, and just grow yeah. um, that self knowledge. Oh uh, yeah, no, that's so true. Because I mean, for me, I'm like I'm the, a great example for that because my background is actually in IT you know, um, having studied Bachelor of Computing and and who would have right. thought, right? Who would have thought? I know, I know. And now you are an international <laughs> entrepreneur. Can yes. you believe that? You're helping people and you're helping them provide for their families' needs and your growing communities. And isn't that amazing? Yeah. I you mean, know, that you went out there. Yeah, you expanded your horizons. Can you imagine last year? I mean, I mean, I know that you love to learn, but can you imagine for me last year stepping into the sacred space um, holder certification Ooh. with Kimi Lu? Can you imagine how different wow. that was for me? I'm like, oh my gosh! I, you know, you 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 can you can feel whether you can choose to feel you're a fish out of water, or mm. you can choose to feel like you know what this is gonna empower me more in order to continue on with whatever my my adventure is, you know, for myself, what I would choose for myself. And so I mm. absolutely love that you shared that because it's it's so true. Ariane just commented that, you know, she can relate as well because she's she's has a Bachelor of, I think it's Bachelor of Science, a Master in Agriculture. Wow. And she's a content and creator. She's a content creator. <laughs> Amazing, <laughs> Ariane. Oh my gosh. So can you yeah. can you I mean look at that? I mean, and mm -hmm. and that doesn't mean that you've failed yourself or you've failed exactly. your parents who have these expectations of That's let's right. say maybe Ariane, they had grand dreams of you, you know, working yeah. in, in, in in government or research or, yeah. or or education or you know, yeah. some other science or agriculture-based job. But look at you now, you are helping uh, businesses, uh, entrepreneurs, you are, you know, um, cr creating all this um, positive noise about maybe products and services and experiences. And, yes. you know, so th th that's amazing. Because it's really those skills, right, that I really, I think, you know, through education, it's not really just about the theory that we learn. Because I think, you know, when you have that bachelor's degree or master's degree or whatever it is that uh, educational cert certification that you may have, but it's also mm. the journey in which you went through, right? As in mm. you 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 completed these um, studies 
But then there were some skills or those inherent things that were developed or that you honed. So that persistence, that determination, Mm -hmm. or whatever it may be, like your attention to detail. So perhaps, you know, for our that, you know, master of agriculture, her love for nature and Mm -hmm. the things that she's learned, she's now able to write and be able to provide that, you know, looking outside to nature to bring inspiration through her writing so you know it's really i'm getting um, goosebumps yeah i know i just i absolutely it's it's so you know it's exciting to think that you know you're right not what we've experienced is not exactly what will determine how we must just continue on with the future we can change things and we can do things for ourselves, which is exciting. I, I like, know. I'm and, gonna... and, 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 right. I mean, and, and think about what that does to you, to your mental health, to, to I mean, you know, I, I love what Nick um, said right here in the comments. If you love what you do, you will never work a day in your life. Yes. And that's so true. You know, so, um, so how amazing is it to wake up every day and not to to have this this cloud over your head or, you know, something mm-hmm. weighing down on your shoulders, you know, uh, on just this. I mean, I don't have anything against eight to five jobs, 8 a.m. to 5 mm-hmm. p.m. jobs. But, you know, uh, uh, if you're doing what you love and you're not exactly going to the office, that doesn't mean that, you know, you're not, um, um, you know, doing well, that you're mm-hmm. not a contributing and productive member of society. No, mm-hmm. I, I want people to to see that you could be doing other things. You know, yeah. you could be a freelancer and just traveling, but you never know your impact. You know, the people that you could be inspiring, the communities that you could be helping. So I just want to encourage all the people out there. Um, you know, we don't have to fit this one mold. You can create your own mold. Yes, yes, yes. I love that. And I think, you know, what's really beautiful about life um, is that things progress and things have changed from how it was 10 years ago, from two years ago, in fact, even from last year. The fact that we have options, everybody, we actually have options now. And it's just about our our choices that we make on how we empower ourselves and how we empower others in which, and that will take us on a different journey, a different adventure. That's what I love to call it because, you know, it really, um, it is something that, we actually hold in our hands and it's some, it's the choices that we make. And I just, I just love, you know, being able to explore this with you because I know, you know, with everything that you do for Crayo, it is a progressive way, right? So I'd like mm-hmm. you to share with us, you know, what is Crayo and what is it that you, you provide? Do you know what, um, I, I get asked this all the time and yeah. I'm always, uh, at a loss for words, but I guess what Crayo is is it stands for something. It stands for, you know, um, child centeredness. It stands for, you know, um, family life. It stands mm-hmm. for, you know, um, uh, self growth. You know, it stands for um, exper- uh, experience, for discovery, mm-hmm. all of yeah. these things. Um, and so 
everything that we do, all of our activities, all of the um, workshops that we've done, all of the um, the programs that we develop for our clients is, mm -hmm. is really centered on that. So what we try to do is we try to change the way that people have been traditionally doing things and, mm -hmm. you know, inserting these new and maybe not so innovative things. Like to give you an example, so we work a lot with um, schools um, in the Department mm -hmm. of Education in the Philippines. And um, right now, we are also working for a private group. This is a multinational company that's creating these um, webinars specifically for public school teachers. And one of the things that I did when we were doing our um, meetings, I would slowly introduce the idea of integrating um, mindfulness exercise or oh, yeah. um, topics on mindful living. and. At first, you'll notice that um, there are a lot of questions behind that. There are a lot of doubts. You know, what could that possibly contribute? You know, I mean, mm -hmm. is that really relevant? Is that useful to these teachers? I mean, shouldn't they know about, you know, the technical aspect of teaching? Shouldn't they know mm -hmm. about you know, how to develop literacy and all of those things? And yeah. the thing I always remind them is, you know, um, you're forgetting that the people who are delivering the instruction, these aren't robots. You know, this they aren't artificial intelligence, these are human beings. And so you have to work on the human beings. You have to work on um, touching their lives and mm -hmm. listening to their needs and speaking to those needs. And, you know, the good thing is they became open to, to you know, um, applying that. And yeah. let me tell you this, every time we do it, we have an audience sometimes of a thousand to two thousand um, teachers watching in our webinars. They love it. They absolutely love it. They're so grateful. They're so appreciative that they um, have those kinds of activities where they just have time, where they have space for themselves, where they can pause mm -hmm. and breathe and just look inwardly, you know, rather than mm -hmm. talk about all these complicated and highfalutin um, topics, yeah. you know? And yeah. so, I mean, so th th that's what we do. We try to help them go back to the basics, you know, yeah. and um, to remember what it was like to be a child, to have this childlike mm -hmm. wonder to, you know, to play, to explore, to express, mm -hmm. to create. That's what yes. Creo is. It's, it's Latin for create. Aha. Yes. I love that. I mean, you know, uh, when we say the child, right, that it doesn't matter the age, guys, whoever's watching is that child within. No. It's not just they have the, our inner child too. Yeah. Correct. Exactly. So it's not just like when we think of a physical child, like an actual child being, no, it's not. It's about that inner child within us as well. And, you know, I think what's amazing is that we all have that inner child in all of us and sometimes you know we need to have a progressive way or be introduced to different ways of creating developing learning connecting like because you know we always we've always known traditional ways and so being able to share things as important as mindfulness I mean, it's life-changing. I mean, if if I could just ask you to just quickly share with everybody, what is it? What does it mean to be mindful? You know, for me, and let's put it in simple terms, um, mm -hmm. the, the, the most important thing, I think, is knowing how your mind, how mm -hmm. your body responds or reacts to different situations. 
Okay, it's um, uh, people like to use the word trigger. So let's let, let's use that. There's nothing wrong with the word okay. uh, trigger in the right context, right? So mm -hmm. um, just knowing what it is that triggers you, you know, what helps you, um, what contributes to that feeling of stress or anger okay. or defensiveness, you know, mm -hmm. and then it's trying to um, condition your mind to respond positively or in a healthy way to whatever comes up. It's, mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's observing our thoughts, it's observing yeah. our emotions and yeah. our feelings without being too judgmental or too critical to ourselves. You have yeah. to remember, you need to also love yourself. You need to fill your own cup, especially mm -hmm. if you are doing work where you have to cater to the needs of others. Oh, um, yeah. Like just recently, I had this wonderful session with people who are in the human resources department of this um, software development company. And, you know, you can really tell that they absolutely learned a lot about themselves in just an hour that we were together where I just asked them to be in touch with their body, to listen mm -hmm. to their bodies, whatever they were feeling, you know, just being mindful of any tension or pain, oh, you know, wow. and not labeling it as bad or good, but just simply looking at it, you know, and mindfully. Mm -hmm. And then just breathing, the power of the breath, I think, uh, you know, once you, um, you know, you're more conscious of the quality of your breathing, you know, the more you're really able to appreciate that breath of life, you know. So mm -hmm. it's all of these things. It's so many things. I'd like to recommend that you read up on Dr. John Kabat-Zinn. He is a master at mm -hmm. mindfulness. So if you can log on later on, you can research about him. Um, I just signed up for this masterclass website and he has a wonderful masterclass on there. Wow. Um, so maybe you should check it out. Yeah. I love that. I think, you know, one of the things as well is, um, I mean, you said triggers, right? And so there are triggers mm. where it might be a negative, but can we also look at it in another way in which we also distinguish the triggers that allows that that sparks that positivity in us as well that allows us I, to create to innovate to develop more you know and i think because when we are mindful of those things those triggers then we will then make sure that we surround ourselves with either those people the environment or whatever it is that triggers that positivity in, in us. Would, would you say that we could also look at it in that way? Absolutely, Yona. And that's just so wonderful, um, th that question. In fact, what John Kabat-Zinn says is we have to change our rela relationship with that which causes that stress. Yeah. So any pain point, anything that contributes to these strong and overwhelming emotions, we have to change our relationship with that. In other words, mm -hmm. we have to reframe our thinking of these different situations, of these, of these triggers. You know, and once we change the way we look at those things, then we might not respond as violently to those. So um, uh, just, just to give you a, a very basic example, in, in the workplace, um, if there's someone who um, rubs you the wrong way, you just yeah. can't understand. So rather than thinking of that person as this antagonistic person, someone that mm -hmm. you'll never get along with, 
why don't you try and change your relationship with that view and try to shift, try to reframe and think, well, what could I be doing to connect with that person? How could I better try to understand the world of this person? And mm -hmm. so maybe if you ask those questions, if you center your thoughts that way, that might open up your relationship. You might respond differently to that person. Mm -hmm. If you find that commonality, if you find one thing that is interesting that you both love, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's little things like that. Obviously there are so many other examples um, in many other complicated situations, but in yeah. even a, a situation like that, if you just change the way that you see a situation or a person, you know, um, that could really contribute to your, to, to being able to connect with them on a deeper personal level. Um, another thing that I would also want to really encourage people is to create their own stories, to create their own narratives, because a lot of the times they're living with the stories that they grew up with, you know, the stories that were ingrained in their minds. And sometimes a lot of these stories may not really be healthy, may not mm -hmm. really be helpful. Um, mm -hmm. They might be hurtful sometimes. So I wanna encourage people out there that you can be uh, the author of your life. You can author something mm -hmm. uh, beautiful, something powerful. You know, you don't yeah. have to be bound to those old narratives, you know? So again, there's so many other techniques. There's so many other things that you can do, but maybe you can start with that. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, thank you so much, um, I know. Um, that is helpful uh, to our viewers. I know Ariane and Nick have, have mentioned, you know, they, they say thank you because, you know, the, these are things that we do experience. And there are times that, you know, we may not share it with another person and just being able to hear it. Yeah. And it really is about that story, right? Sometimes it's, you know, there's different situations that we get put in. And that's just life. We get put into these situations and sometimes we think, why? Why is this happening right now? But the thing is, I think, you know, in terms of what we've experienced in the past, we can also unlearn some of the things that have been ingrained within us or the things that we have experienced. We can unlearn those things. And I suppose the other point I want to make is that even though it happened that way in the past, it doesn't necessarily mean that same ex that whatever activity or whatever that experience is that the that the outcome will be the same. Correct. Like I want to make sure that we can distinguish that the story that we 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 share about that situation it doesn't have to be what was what we already experienced. Yes. And it's the way we choose. Yep. And I think, Mikey, when you said to reframe, um, you know, the way we think about certain things, it's so true. And I know for, for us, like, there are a lot of people who, um, you know, they don't really enjoy networking. There's, there's, mm -hmm. There are people who enjoy networking, right? That's, a, that's another example. And I suppose the... You know, when we think of networking in the way of, because some people go, oh, it's just so, it's so salesy or it's so whatever, they'll put labels onto it. But if we look at networking in a way of, we're actually building relationships. We're actually making connections. We're actually connecting with people, people who are on the same, potentially on the same wavelength, potentially the people who've got the same advocacies as us.
So if we actually don't make those connections with those people or network with those particular people, then we won't be able to learn more. Then we won't be able to grow more, you know? Like, That's I think, the story um, of my life, I tell you. <laughs> That, uh, that happened to me because I am pretty introverted. I yes, am a exactly. homebody. I, I said that you know, when I'm scary. out, yeah. And, you know, I, I would just like to be, create my own world. You know, I just mm. love immersing myself in books um, and, uh, or, some, or, or shows. But, you know, especially at the height of the pandemic, I realized this isn't working. You know, something... Uh, needs to to change. And so I had to put myself out there, you know, and it started with joining the sacred space uh, certification course. Um, it started by um, reaching out to strengths coach, um, you know, and being uh, vulnerable and honest and talking to these people about, you know, my needs and and what uh, what I'm going through and um, what I want moving forward, you know, this vision for myself. And you know, that really opened up so many things. I mean, I would not be here doing this interview and, you know, just going outside of my comfort zone and learning yeah. from you and learning from your from your viewers, from the audience, you know, if I didn't put myself out there. So that really is the story of my life. Yeah, no, I. the reason why I brought that up is because that is the way I viewed it before. That is how I viewed it. And you know, even just um, just that, like the, when I shifted the way I thought about it, it, it was completely different because I now I love to build connections by like, building relationships with people, actually understanding their story and being able to share their stories. Hence the reason why we've got these shows now. But, you know, it's really it's amazing how it's a matter of us just choosing. Uh, choosing. Yeah. Um, can, can I tell you? Right, Yona, and can I just share a personal story? Because I think a lot of the people who might who might be watching us and who will yeah. watch uh, the replay of this um, are members of my community, the Creo community, and these are parents and and educators. And one of the yeah. stories that I love telling teachers, mm -hmm. uh, because I worked for an international school and I also started my own progressive uh, preschool a couple of years back. And I noticed that a lot of the teachers that I had, and these are, th th this was a mixed group. This was um, experienced teachers, meaning they had years under their belt, but there were also teachers who, who were fresh out of um, uh, undergrad or, or graduate studies. And do you know what? A lot of them, I would say 80% of them were always afraid to deal with parents. And so I wanted yeah. to find out why that is, because obviously when you're talking about your kids and their education, it has to be a partnership. It has to be a level playing field. So I had to introduce these small steps to kind of embolden them, to, to um, give them more self-esteem or self-confidence, whatever, uh, whatever you wanna call it and just help them face these parents with a more positive outlook. So it started by um, uh, letting them use the first names of the parents. Let's try and, and, and break down the barriers, break down that connection. And instead of saying, oh, well, um, Mrs. Signo, um, yeah. this, your child is this and that. Well, Yona, Yona, um, uh, I think that um, Sydney is doing very well as uh, she's a bright, uh, child, um, but these are the things that I observed that maybe we could work on. So, you know, uh, that small change, just looking at the parents as more of partners, as equals, you know, that 
um, teachers are not just the nannies of their kids in the daytime, you know, that there is an equal partnership in the development, in the education of the child, that really shifted um, their thinking. Yes. That gave them so much more confidence, you know. Um, in Western countries, in Australia, maybe that is something normal, you know, where you talk, yeah. to, uh, you call parents by their first name. In the Philippines and maybe in other Asian countries, not so. But when we did that in school, it really changed the way that they viewed um, um, the parents. And we had to talk to the parents as well that, you know, rather than dropping off your kids, you know, like you're dropping off your car in a, in, in a, in a, at the mechanics, you know, you have to involve yourself. You have to speak to the teacher like they are your equal partner. You're not paying them to watch over your kids. You're investing in the education, in the future of your kids. Yes. And both of you, the teachers and the parents, really have such a lasting impact mm -hmm. um, on the kids, you know? And yes. so just working together, creating that shared purpose Mm -hmm. it has a whole lot of difference in the atmosphere at school. Oh, no, that's so true. And it's that um, partnership. Uh, it's that, you know, that equal responsibility and accountability. I know that, mm -hmm. you know, it starts off at home. Education starts at home mm -hmm. first with parents. But when we are able to communicate with the educators, with the teachers of who our, the children, you know, spend them most of the day with, and we're able to yeah. communicate, it, it makes it for a more long-lasting result. And you really can see that um, the, the educators also, they feel this connection with a child. Like, I love it when I get mm. to drop off, uh, you know, Sydney to her daycare. And I know how much they, the, the educators love to, you know, um, want to nurture uh, her so that she'll thrive. And I know that there are certain things that, you know, cause they'll, they'll say to me, oh, Sydney, she didn't eat her, her pear, her sliced pear or her sliced <laughs> apple. <laughs> but, you know, and I, always, and I say that to them, right? I, say, I tried at home, I constantly try. Um, but it's that, you know, when we can communicate and we have that, you know, common goal be, and we've got that relationship to, to you know, as a foundation, then of course this is going to be amazing for the child. It's just going to be, you know, it just brings it to another level. I know, I know. And, you know, educators, sometimes they forget that um, uh, what you said, you know, that parents are the uh, primary educators. And, you know, a lot of what they teach inside the classroom, you know, can be lost at home mm -hmm. if they don't collaborate with Correct. the parent, if they don't communicate with the parents. Yeah. So um, it's just little things, you know, changing the way that you view others and, 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 and the nature of your relationship and what it does if you reach out, you know, if you share, um, that can really create a world of difference and it impacts the lives of others. You will never be able to compute. Yes, so true, so, so true. Oh my God, I just realized we have been chatting for so long and I, and oh I love that. Thank you so much. How long is this show anyway? Was it, was it just for 30 minutes? I thought it was an hour. No, no, not at all. It was just like, I just, the reason why I brought it up, not to say, you know, that it was too long. It was more that the time has flown so much, but that's because I've just loved what we've spoken about. And, you know, I, you know, I guess my last couple of questions, is, you know, for you, you know, obviously the show is called Knowledge is Power. 
and uh, we want to create an empowered community. And so, you know, you did say that it starts, you, we start within ourselves. So for you, like what would be, I know you've mentioned a few things, but I guess to just leave it as a lasting thing, but what are the three things um, that you can advise to those people who, you know, who want to expand their knowledge uh, and hone their skills in whatever field they want to pursue? Oh my gosh, um, we would we probably would have to speak for another hour, you know, <laughs> I know. based on on, on on the tips. But so so the, so the first thing I would really say is just keep an open mind. I mean, I I, mm. uh, I hope you don't think this is too simplistic. I hope you don't think this isn't too cliche and too corny. But you know, if we just um, learn to regulate, you know, our own emotional world, if we can be attuned as well to others emotions, you know, just, um, I, I think that can help us grow. And I think that can help us become successful um, leaders, um, managers, self leaders, you know, yeah. um, so that's one thing and just be, be ready to receive whatever you can from others, even if it if it's criticism, you know, truth hurts, they say. Mm -hmm. um, um, but uh, I I would rather be, you know, slapped by the truth than, you know, be caressed by lies. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's a if that's a lyric to a song somewhere, but <laughs> okay, people are tuning that. out now. People are 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 closing their monitors now because they don't know what's happening. But no, um, but seriously, I mean, you know, going back, just keep an open mind. Um, another thing is really just um, being mindful of your strengths and weaknesses, you know, and, and celebrating that, you know, mm -hmm. I, I just having that, um, that self-awareness can also possibly help you reach out, you know, um, to others, you know, and um, you never know, they might also learn something from you, you know, about you telling your life story, you know, yeah. um, you don't have to create a mask. You don't have to be mm -hmm. something that you're not you're just because you 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 think that this will receive praise and validation from other people you do you you know yeah. and um help people see that and help people you know break out come out you know yeah. um uh and uh you know you might have just better waking up better sleep yeah. at night you know yeah. you don't have to be weighed down by all these fears, yeah. you know, that, yeah. oh no, maybe it's gonna show, you know, my mm -hmm. true self. Let it show, let it shine. Um, mm -hmm. And the, the, the last thing I would um, uh, really talk about is, you know, um, just practice, practice these different skills, you know, of, of, of self-awareness and tuning in. Um, it doesn't happen overnight. Um, yeah. It doesn't happen after just one time of meditating and you think, oh, I'm set for the year. My battery is, is full. Um, it's something that we have to intentionally do every day. You know, mm -hmm. um, same thing with our relationships. When we communicate um, intentionally to others, um, you, you can't just communicate, you know, once a month, once a month to your spouse you know, what you need. I mean, I recommend talking on a daily basis, you know, yeah. um, what were your highs for the day? What were your lows for the day? What can I do to help you? Um, and this is what I need. What do you think? You know, so mm -hmm. it's practicing these little things, having the intentionality, doing it every day. Um, and hopefully that will, you know, build into a habit. Oh, yes. Oh, there were so many amazing Amazing tips that you gave. I don't think it was three, but um, there were a few. 
<laughs> she can't quite <laughs> three plus six. Did you have anything before I let you go? Um, did you have anything you'd like to promote? Or where can we find Oh you? my gosh. Well, obviously you can check us out on our Facebook page, um, Creo Early Learning Partners. We're also on Instagram. Um, we also have a YouTube page um, uh, called Connected by Creo. We have a lot of um, recordings, you know, of interviews of educators and parents and just these um, wonderful and amazing men and women. So please check that out. Um, you can learn about um, so many things, you know, to help your kids um, self-regulate, um, mm -hmm. to navigate the world of online learning in this day and age. So it's, it's really a lot of topics. And also, Yona, I hope you don't mind, but um, there is this uh, conference that is coming up um, we are supporting this conference called the Thrivers Conference. It's raising mentally healthy kids um, during troubled times. And mm -hmm. um, this is featuring Dr. Michelle Borba. And she is an amazing woman. You can learn so much from her in just an hour. So think about how much wow. you can learn in two days. So I believe this is happening on the 13th and 14th. I hope I'm getting the dates right. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, right. And so you can sign up. This is via Zoom. You can ask her questions live. Um, and uh, I think you'll also be getting like a 10% off um, on the books at fullybooked.com. So I hope that you can join us. I hope to see you uh, for this conference on April 13 and 14. Amazing. So what we'll do is, Mikey, uh, offline, will you share with me? um those links and on how we can find you so that we can also share it with everybody and we will share the um the flyer the promotion with everybody as well so that you can join and i think it's one of those things yeah i think it's being shown right here you yeah know, yeah um, there you go the registration, registration form, form. Mm -hmm. but we will share it again uh, so that people will be able to click on it um, after the show too. So, but, you know, before we go, I just wanted to say again, thank you, Mikey. Thank you so much for, um, you know, our sharing your knowledge, um, empowering others through your knowledge and more importantly through your experience. And I think for you to, um, to have grown and, um, you know, thrived uh, through, through the years um, no matter what you've experienced, I think that has made it so powerful for you, and you have you now allowed to you know empower all of us. All and of my so my logo's gone, so this is a sign that we <laughs> talk too much. <laughs> That's how long we've been talking. <laughs> this is a, I, I didn't know this at a time limit, um, but you know um, another thing that I would because um, I would, I'd like to remind the Creo community. So please share the link of the show. Um, we have an ongoing promotion, uh, Yona, and it's, it's if they share this on their page and if it's public and they tag three of their friends and colleagues, make sure that you also tag Creo, you have a chance to win a one-hour group self-care session. So again, share the link of this video and tag three of your friends or colleagues. Tag also Creo Early Learning Partners, and we're going to do a um, virtual raffle. We're going to announce three winners and you have the chance to receive one hour group self-care session for you and your office mates, your colleagues, your community. 
Oh, I love it. Thank you. We were so generous, Mikey. And again, you were so generous with your time as well. I know for a fact that this is, you know, um, this is just the beginning. And I know we will, <laughs> and I can feel it already, we will have, um, you know, many more collaborations because I think what you and I both share, um, you know, that love for being able to empower others. So thank you again. And, um, you know, I, I will catch you soon. But, yeah, just... Um, just wait for me <laughs> until after Thank the show. Thank you, and I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a click away. I'm a click away. Always wonderful yes, it is for you. <laughs> Thank you, Mikey. Wow, how amazing. How amazing was that? And I hope you are all inspired and empowered by our amazing guest, Mikey Dostos. Uh, Mikey has really demonstrated that knowledge paired with life experiences mixed with passion and dedication gives us the power to change our world one small step at a time. As long as our intentions are genuine, our hearts are true, and our minds are open for new learnings, then there will always be a spark of change and opportunities to use our knowledge and experiences to empower ourselves and others. Thank you, everybody. But I'm so to everybody who has joined us for our episode of Knowledge is Power. Thank you to everybody who's joined us on Facebook as well as on Kumu. Join us again next time for another episode that can change the way you think and touch people's lives here on Knowledge is Power. Bye.